Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a wonderful week gone by. We thank you that we reach day one of this next week ahead. And we dedicate this first day to you, Lord. In our thanksgiving, in our prayer. So that even though we look at it as our weekend, as our holiday, we start this day and this week ahead in your presence. And we ask of you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We acknowledge your presence all through it, Lord. And you give us the power of the spoken word that we are able to speak in the spirit. So we command our mornings as well. Each of us in our personal lives to our personal circumstances. When we herald that power in our word, we understand and recognize, Lord, that same capacity that you have poured into our lives. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come to draw and drink from you again. And today we reflect on that. How do we know when you are drawing us near? We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with health, with well-being. You have blessed us with the opportunity, this grace of being part of this prayer group, this praying family so that we can pray with other like-minded Christians who are keen to feed on your word and to live life in accordance with what that operating instruction for our life says. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in us every single day through the workings of your spirit, through his conviction, through his revelation. We thank you, Lord. that you have blessed us in every possible way, with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, with every physical provision in accordance with your needs, in accordance with our needs, accordance with your riches. You know everything even before we can ask. And you call us to come and be with you in that secret place where we are one with you in the spirit where we commune with you, where we focus on our relationship with you. And then you minister to our needs, every single one of us. You listen to everything that we have to say attentively. And you willing, you pour out your peace and your joy into our hearts. That your will be done in our lives, Lord. Give us an understanding of that will and how to desire that will. And you draw us near. We thank you, Lord, that you pour that peace and that joy into our lives, that we are able to rise above all our worries, all our weaknesses. You offer those solutions to us. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting so that as they get into that secret place with you, one in the spirit with you. They are able to leave all our baggage behind and focus in that place of prayer only on that relationship with you, knowing that your jealous love then looks after and caters to all those requirements. When we pray at this platform of answered prayer, we believe in our hearts, Lord, that everything that we raise to you in a prayer request and every person that we lift up to you is ministered to and is blessed in the name of Jesus. So, Father, 
we ask of you to quicken all those that are Christians that do not know you, all those that have willfully turned away from you. We also share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayer requests are made on this prayer group. And let that peace touch every single home that is part of this praying family. We come to you in confidence, Father, and we call on your name in our prayer. The name of our maker, our creator, the king of the universe, the Elohim Adonai, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims and is ever faithful. He has carved us on the palm of his hand and will never forget us. Calls us his beloved. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who came into this earth, that we might have that victory, that we might no longer live in the slavery of sin, that we might have that opportunity to be restored to glory through your salvation. The one who is our rock, our refuge, the author and finisher of our destiny, our mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth, and the life. And we pray in the name of his Spirit, the Spirit of the living God that created the universe at his spoken word, the Spirit of Jesus that powered his ministry and performed all the miracles, signs, and wonders with him. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body, raises us up as well, who quickens us in our spirit that we are charged to receive that revelation of the Father so that his word becomes flesh and dwells within us. And we abide by that word. And when that abide word abides in us, then Jesus said, ask anything and it will be done for you. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit, and with the gift of prayer to combine it all, to bring creation into existence, even things that do not appear. We call the unseen into the seen. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with everything that we need. You have blessed us even with angels and destiny help us. So in times when we fall short, it is your provision that fills that gap. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our reflection in our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak. And every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. It's also every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, everyone that we have raised up in prayer and Christians all over the world, Lord, we cover them with your precious blood, declaring it our spiritual barricade, our hedge of protection in the spirit, that every force of wickedness that comes against it be judged by the blood of Jesus, that blood that has won all victories. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I declare that divine exemption of this praying family, every member of this prayer group and their families. I command angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we declare your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven 
and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our words that go out of our mouths this day. We declare it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Today we reflect on how to know when God is drawing you near to seek him. James 4 verse 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So it is reciprocated. But in Isaiah 43 verse 1, God says, I have summoned you by name. You are mine. So it is actually he who summons us, who is drawing us near. It is he who calls us by name. That is what that summoning, summoning is. It is he who wants us to seek him. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, then he says, You shall seek me and you shall find me when you seek me with all your heart. So the question here is, how to know when God is drawing you near? And here are some signs to be picked up in the circumstances that tell you he is drawing you near to him. And I've just put five together here and we'll go through those. But these are the major ones often seen in the situations around us. The first one, when you make a mistake. And this is often when you misuse a gift God has given you. And there is a realization that then dawns on you. It was given for good, but I made a mistake. It could be a mistake in your relationship. It could be a mistake in your professional life, your community life. It could be anything. But when that realization dawns. Now God has already been calling us. But often we don't hear him because we are too busy being and doing our best. It's always that sense of achievement that we want in our lives. When all is going good, we don't need his interference. Yes, interference is what it would look like. Because we don't need him to touch anything when it all seems good. But as soon as we make that mistake that is serious enough, and we are worried about it, then suddenly God becomes important in that situation and we find ourselves seeking him for solutions. That is one of the ways he uses, he waits. He knows we won't listen. So he waits till we make that mistake. And then he says, are you now willing to shed all those limitations, all those inhibitions, open yourself up to me and are you willing to listen? He waits for us patiently there. The second one, when we face a problem that is not necessarily generated by us. Now, this is limited to the, uh, sorry, uh, connected to the first one, but not necessarily limited to a mistake that we have made. Many a times there are problems that are generated from circumstances where we are not responsible for them. And then we are out of our depths to resolve it. 
it is difficult or challenging and beyond our capacity as well, then we feel like seeking Him. It is often through our pain, when we go through that experience of pain, that we draw near to God. But that is how we are in the flesh. And up until we continue to live in that flesh, we can't seek Him. Because the flesh lusts against the Spirit. And His ways are ways of the Spirit. Number three, when everything around you in all its fulfillment is still leaving you empty and unfulfilled. It's like you feel like I've got everything and yet there is some kind of feeling of emptiness. Alternatively, in the other extreme, when the blessings that should come to you are producing insignificant results, that is another extreme end of the same sin of the same situation. And that is also a sign that God is drawing you near to him. He wants you to seek him. It is his intention to bless us. Jesus said, I came that you might have abundance. Abundance is not necessarily limited to physical possession, but the lack of it and after having all of it and still feeling emptiness means there is more to your life that you are expecting. And God is saying, come and seek me for those answers. Number four, when you face situations where your very faith is challenged. Challenged to the point that you start to doubt, is God even real? Does he exist? Or is it that others are just making up stories? That is another way that he is not only challenging your faith, but he is pushing it at its seams. At all its joints and all its extremes. But simultaneously, he is also drawing you to come to him, to seek him more. It is such experiences that generally produce the highest amount of faith. When you see transformation and you, ex and you uh, experience results there, in those times of doubt, that is when your faith will hit through the roof. Or it would break. But it is often such experiences that catapult us to the next level of blessing in the spirit. Hebrews 11 verse 6 applies to such situations. It says, without faith it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. He wants you to seek him. And then he rewards. Do you see the connection between faith and those rewards and how they are directly linked to seeking him? Upholding of that faith requires us to seek him. It can't come from anywhere else. It is only he that can fill it up through grace. That we hold on despite all the reports looking negative, despite all the circumstances looking adverse. There is something in us that pushes us to hold on. But that can only come when we seek him, when we stay connected with him. 
so what is god actually doing in <clears throat> what is god actually doing in such circumstances we look at all of the above four and we see that he waits till we are receptive to his plans he prepares us through pain because that is the only way we learn to let go the only way we learn to surrender and to open up ourselves to receiving and being taught that's when he makes a testimony of us and fulfills his plans through adverse circumstances through limitations through challenging us but a fifth one is also positive outcomes in our lives now this is not where we are going through difficult situations but this is when he does not wait for pain but actually showing favor in our lives to the point of embarrassment so much so that beyond doubt that we know it is the hand of god in our lives that is responsible for that favor we know that we didn't do it it is not of our own capability it is above that and yet we enjoy and experience that recognition that honor that people put upon us that favor in our finances in the community and then we go to him with gratitude in our hearts and with love we seek to know him more the one that favored us and he wants us to experience and demonstrate that love he seeks that relationship with us and so he draws us to seek him more 1 john 4 verse 19 says we love because he first loved and so it is that image and likeness of himself that he is drawing us to seek out remember we are created in his image and likeness and that's what john 1 john 4 verse 19 really is he first loved so as a mirror we just reflect that same love and he wants us to reach to that point in our christian experience to become that image and likeness of loving because we have been loved in the same way that is what he is drawing us to seek out to experience and then to put on in our lives father in the name of jesus i pray that every such sign that you give us help us be attentive and alert in the spirit to pick it up every time you are calling us near we ask for that grace lord to put everything else aside and to come towards you so that when we seek you when we draw near to you we know that you draw near to us because that is what your word says and we receive that filling every time we are with you just like every morning here just like every evening you fill your people even during the divine mercy in the rosary sessions during our bible study sessions every time we get into worship you place your deposit upon our life of your peace and your joy so that when we rise up out of there out of that place 
of prayer out of that secret place. There is some revelation that we come out with. We ask for that grace, that discernment, that edification in our lives this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. In a special way, we pray for all those that are terminally ill. Where everyone else has given up hope. But we express that hope in you, Father, in your love, in your mercy. We stand in that gap. We ask forgiveness for sins. And we turn towards you in repentance, Lord. For it is your word that says, if my people turn towards me and give up their ways of sin, then I will look down from heaven with favor upon them and heal their land. We ask for that healing, Lord, of everything in their health, in their circumstances as well. Heal their land, Father. We pray also for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. For all those, Lord, we also pray for all those that are under any kind of bondage, the yoke of the enemy. Any kind of stronghold in their lives, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, poverty and ignorance of your will. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families now. In a special way for all those members of our family that have not yet received their salvation, their quickening in the spirit. Quicken them, Lord, that they might call on your name and they shall be delivered. This is our belief and we believe that we have received it, Father as we release our faith. We now come together to make this our prayer of agreement, joining our spirit with your Holy Spirit, Lord, to be one in spirit, so that when we make our prayer in the spirit, at this platform of answered prayer, Lord, we believe that we have received the physical manifestation of that which we have spoken into the spirit now, in our personal prayers. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Sandra, 
The scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. Therefore, gird up your minds, be sober, set your hope fully upon the grace that is coming to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct, since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Psalms 40, verse 4, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
We are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the Friday Bible study and the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions. Please share those with others. Invite them to participate. There might be many out there that want to pray the rosary but don't have anyone to pray with. They are more than welcome to join us. They can even pray with the recording. These sessions are run live on Zoom and YouTube and all the recordings are saved on our YouTube page as well for them to uh, later catch up if the time zone does not suit. Give it as a gift. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everybody. Take care. Bye.